um, down to uh, Perth seemed to be more remote, so it seemed to be safe enough for us to come back uh, down to the city. But certainly, you mentioned from '42, this was the real sort of the war. Although the war had started some years earlier, yes, this was the war that you would you would see as as uh, the, the main threat. Uh, the Japanese entering the war and, and taking Singapore. Uh, people talk of precautions in the area. You mentioned these uh, air raid shelters. There were blackouts as well, I understand. Yes, there were blackouts. Um, and, uh, and, of course, everyone... Um, there, were, um, there were air wardens who, who were around to make sure that all of us had the... Uh, our windows had to have... All had to have um, very heavy curtains on them and they had to make sure that they were absolutely properly tightly drawn at night so there was absolutely no light coming out um, whatsoever, which was... Um, considered to be a, um, a worthwhile precaution for us um, and people patrolling to see that no one did have lights outside at night. The, the, um, the lights on all of the cars were fitted with a special type of um, um, guard which meant that the, the light from, the, from your headlights didn't sort of... Um, was, was stopped from going up into the air. The, the light would only, would only shine directly down the road and only a very poor light anyway. Um, so that um, there were the lights in the cars were less likely to be seen by um, anyone trying to uh, any aeroplanes coming over at night. So just just precautions like that, and, and just making us all generally aware of the of the seriousness of the position and the, and the possibility we faced of um, of, um, of an invasion of some sort or other, you know, and particularly uh, of a it was a bomb. serious serious threat. Uh, mm. You mentioned um, air raid sirens. Where were they located? Do you know? No, no, we didn't really know. In fact, but you know, you could clearly hear them. Uh, I guess in our case, um, being in Monson Park, Buckland Hill would have been the, the the place where they were. But there were searchlights all over the all over the place too, uh, from all parts of the river. You'd see them, uh, but they went where they were was not really advertised uh, to us. Uh, but you'd see these lights at night. You'd see these uh, night lights criss- crisscrossing all over the sky in all sorts of directions. Um, just practicing in most cases, um, as far as we know, because it, but of course, um, if there was any threat at the time, we wouldn't have been told about it anyway. By the because um, they never ever went out of their way to try and tell us too much of what was going on. You haven't got the freedom of the press that you have today, and and, and of course the amount of uh, talk that would go on. Mm. It was very difficult to, um, uh, other than from official sources, to get anything um, out to the public at all. We were very, very much kept in the dark over a lot of the time. Quite strange by today. Mm. You mentioned the river, and obviously you're talking of the Swan River, but you were living in between river and sea. Uh, there were uh, emplacements, encampments um, at... Swanbourne, of course. But but also in, in Cottesloe, in, on the golf course, I understand. Yes, yes. Seaview. Yes, that's right. Seaview um, had, a, had a whole um, army uh, contingent there. Could you describe what you recall of, of that? No, I didn't really have anything to do much with it. Um, I, um, you didn't get very far away from your home in, in those days. We didn't go down to the beach very very much at all. We sort of mainly kept to the river and to our side of um, and I, I did just saw that the, um, the the huts were there, but I didn't really know much about how many people were there or anything mm. that sort. But of course, there was also the Swanbourne barracks. Of course, that was a pretty big setup in those days. Mm. There was a very big contingent of tr- 